Welcome to Sparring Session. I'm George Jakovic, the ref and the judge, alongside the champions, Chris Algieri and the Sparring Session champion, the defending champion who's defended his title twice successfully, Pauli Malignaggi. You guys are going to debate over four rounds, four topics. Chris Algieri, you're in a slump. Let's not get around this. You're in a big-time slump. You've lost three in a row. I got to ask you, you feeling good? You got the shades on. You got the pro box hat on. You look like you're ready to rumble. Anything you need to get off your chest? How, how are you feeling today? Listen, I just want to say pendulums swing both ways. I did. I won three in a row at the end of last year. I had a big start to the year. A little bit of a slump lately, but I, I think a lot of uh, a lot of questionable calls, questionable rounds, questionable sparring sessions. And I don't, I'm not the kind of guy to complain, but I do get things done. So... You know, Paulie might have been trying to. He's not the guy that got to complain, but he's complaining. But he's complaining. I don't complain. I get things done. So you know, this guy puts in a commission. He wants to get oh rounds overturned. I want to get a new ref and a new judge because things are just not going the way that they should be. I mean, you know what, Chris? That's spoken like a guy who's lost three in a row and the last one very convincingly. So, you know, listen, but Chris. He's got he's got his Neo look right now from the Matrix. He got his glasses on. He's 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 he's, he's turning over a new leaf. I got which, faith which, in which you. Which pill you want, Chris? I've got faith. Listen, you 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 were a champ. You overcame against Provodnikov. You got dropped twice. You came back. You won that fight. So champions overcome. You're gonna overcome. I know it. I know I it. These, I don't understand these guys that complain about these commissions sometimes. I really yeah, understand. I don't know, Paul. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> Coming from you? It, it's guy. weird, isn't it? Hey, you know, before we get into the topics, it's fun coming up with these topics. I'm watching the fights last night, and I said, hmm, maybe a good topic good would be which professional fighter looks like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. That was too easy because <laughs> Trevor McCombie. Looks just like we were saying. Looks just like Uncle Rico oh. from Napoleon. Shout out to Trevor. He won his fight last night. All right, guys. Here's the topics for today. We got four of them. First one is Mongia versus Morel. Second one is boxing's greatest nickname. What is it? Third one is what is more likely. And I'll tell you, the topic is what is more likely: Shakur staying retired, or Keith Thurman beats Tim Zhu when they fight. And the fourth one is fantasy fight. Our boy. Tim Bradley against Amir Khan. So those are the four topics. Paulie, this is getting, I mean, this is becoming like a weekly thing. You're the champ. What, what, what you. Repeat, repeat the topics again. The first one is what? Mangia versus Morel, if they the fought one? right now. And the second one? Greatest boxing nickname. Mm-hmm. Third. Paulie, Paulie's not, uh-oh, Chris, Paulie's not paying attention, so he might be slipping in this one. Third one, uh, third one is what is more likely... Shakur stays retired, or Keith Thurman beats Tim Zhu, and okay. finally, fantasy fight, Tim Bradley versus Amir Khan. Okay. You're going to start or defer? I am going to... Uh, I'm going to start. Okay. Paulie's going to start this off. All right. Round one, look, Mangia had a big win over John Ryder. Uh, David Morrell is, is unbeaten. Let's not even think about Can- Canelo. These guys aren't getting Canelo next. But what if Mongia and Morel were to fight next? Paulie, you're starting round one. Ring the bell. 
Munguia is way too hittable, way way too hittable. And 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 Morel, a guy with the with the with the class boxing that he's had, the the Cuban boxing school that he comes from, and uh, the aggressive manner in which he approaches his professional career uh, inside the ring, he's done some damage as we've seen, even on unfortunately to uh, the fighter that uh, uh you know ended up getting damaged, the 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 Eastern European guy as well. You know, he's a guy who's a a, a rough rough uh, character, but he does it in a technical way. Munguia is a fun fighter. He he likes to be aggressive. He likes to to bring. And I think he'll be a fun fight, but I just can't see Munguia matching up. He's also, uh, I think Morel might be even bigger than Munguia. You know, Munguia, I remember, let's not, let's not remember, let's not forget, Munguia started at 154 pounds. Morel is a naturally bigger guy, and that will come into play as well. And especially a guy like Munguia who likes to be physical, it's much more difficult to be physical against a naturally bigger physically guy, bigger guy physically. Uh, I, I think Munguia is outgunned tactically as well, technically. Uh, I think Morel's a better technical fighter. But like I said, Munguia makes it fun. It will be an exciting fight. It will be, it will be a matchup that people would want to Great. Watch. Yeah, that uh, that fighter that injured uh, Adios, your boxing only, something like that. We we covered him on my my podcast. Yeah, I I agree, David Morrell. Um, I saw a lot of things, even in the Ryder fight, as good as Munguia looked when Ryder fired back with some of those right hooks early on. It made Munguia think, and Munguia is a slow thinker, and Morrell does everything fast, and he's got power. He's physical. He's long. Um, he has. We haven't seen him at that level in with a guy that kind of that, that top top pedigree but it doesn't matter man i mean his his conditioning is fantastic he controls the pace great he's got that huge amateur background uh, he's he's big he's fast he's technical and i just think the lapses in his defense and his his inability to think fast would keep him behind on a guy like morell who can who's got a deep bag of tricks and we haven't even seen how deep so the only thing really that Mogia holds over him is professional experience. But at the end of the day, I see Morel being more physical and uh, just a better boxer in general, better technique. Right. Right. Yeah, and, and it's not it's, and that professional experience. A lot of it is not at the high enough level. Let's face it, Morel has been in the amateurs in Cuba, and he's a, you know that it, probably the more professional experience Mungia has is easily overcome by the amateur experience Morel has, having having had that experience in Cuba, having defected. So he had a, a much more difficult time of it with opposition uh, in his uh, earlier life uh, than Mungia, who turned pro young and, and came up the came up the ladder and has become a very good fighter. But again, I think the the bottom line is not just that he's not as good of a fighter; he also can't make up for it physically. Bigger physical guy. Yeah, Munguia at this point, I mean, you, you see the size difference. He bullies a lot of guys. He's not going to be able to bully a guy like Morel. Morel is physically strong and he has power. And honestly, I, I, I could see Morel cutting Munguia up, potentially stopping him. Um, you might even be able to hurt him. I mean, a good body shots. He's, he's very precise with his punches. He's very explosive. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough task for, for Munguia. And I would be very, very surprised if that fight were ever to happen because they know what Munguia is. Chris, good start. You're up around. And Chris, you are going to start round two. You see it right there. Greatest boxing nickname. There's been a lot of great nicknames in the sport. Magic Man is one, Pauli Malignaggi. I won't give away any others. But the sport is replete with great nicknames. What, round the, fighting two. the fighting collegians no good? If you want to use that, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna reserve. See, I hope. I hope you, if you guys are paying attention to to the the, the preferences that are that are being made. Mentions his nickname, not my nickname. There's, not, there's nothing catchy about really the play the politics. Yeah, I but like it's, it. it's 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 interesting because you know who gave that to me, Michael Buffer. Oh, that's, and it's that's... and it's it's indicative. So that there's, well, there's listen, let's it. go with the with, let's go. Let's start the round and argue. Over let, let's let, exactly, Chris. You're starting the round. Greatest boxing nickname. Ring the bell. Round two. Love this topic. Um, actually, I did this on my podcast not too long ago, so I got a whole bunch of them. But um, I mean, so, some of the great mentions. 
uh, Roberto Duran, Montesquieu, Hands of Stone is an as an awesome one. Um, the Flushing Flash, Kevin Kelly, I love that one. Um, Devaral Touch of Sleep Williamson, that's such a great nickname. But for me, the, the best one, the one that that hits home for me that I, I that I really really like, um, not only the nickname but also the fighter and how indicative of the name actually is is uh, Alexis Arguello, uh, El Flaco Explosivo, the Explosive Thin Man. I think that that's just such a such a uh, interesting name. It's so indicative of of who he is and his style. Um, killer puncher, fantastic fighter, excellent technician. And you'd look at him, and he was he was this thin guy, and he was a gentleman, and he smiled, he had his little mustache. But man, he had dynamite in those hands that he laid guys out, even at the lighter weight classes. So yeah, El Flaco Explosivo. That's that's my uh, my favorite nickname. Break to the magic man. Okay, well, you know what? Here's the thing. We're talking about great nicknames. So the fighter doesn't have to necessarily have been great. We're talking about the best nicknames we've exactly. heard. Exactly. Right? So so these are all great fighters and with some good uh, or good fighters. Uh, Devaro was a good fighter, too, with some good nicknames. I'm going to say this. Uh, I remember I was going to get the nickname, the, the one in a million Sicilian, but then Magic Man stuck. <laughs> one in a million Sicilian would have been my pick right That's now. That's a good one. That's a good one. Nobody ever became the one in a million Sicilian, so I'm not that. So I'm going to go with... Juan Lascano, the Hispanic causing panic. All right, that now that's a nickname. All right, it, it rhymes, it goes, it was, it's wild, it's it's it borders on the utterly ridiculous. But that's a nickname. You want to talk about all time best nicknames? That is the all time best nickname because it, it it encompasses everything you need. All those other ones are good, but they're referring to you know where you're from, like Irish Mickey Ward. That what is? It's like saying Italian Paulie Malinaggi. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> some of them are they're just they're just referring to the. Right. This is the best nickname, not the most ridiculous nickname. The Hispanic closing panic has reference to nothing. Like the guy was a, a Mexican fighter, he fought tough, like whatever. Like I don't, I don't think anything about him was causing any panic out there. Uh, he was an okay fighter. He was, he, he was very, very tough. He's fun to watch. El Flaco Explosivo, man, that's that, that that's a classic nickname, and it's it's not like anything else you think of. It, it, it it's explanatory, and you know you, you had you had white guys like me calling you know calling out this guy's name. I, that that that's it transcends. That's a great nickname. Great. Again, you're harping on the fact of how great Arguello was. Nobody's debating that. We're talking about the nicknames and how unique they nickname. are and how the great, great they are. And the Hispanic calls in panic. It, it makes sense. Hispanic calls in panic rhymes. That's why one in a million Sicilian would have been good if it was ever used because it That's rhymes as well. Hispanic calls in panic <laughs> rhymes. And Juan Lascano was a solid contender. He was a solid guy. Fought for world title against Castillo. Gave Hatton a very tough fight. He was a solid contender. Okay, but forget about that. We're not talking about contender. We're talking about the nickname itself. The Hispanic calls in panic tops them all. Okay, there's our bell. There, there's our bell. Those, those are two good ones, man. There's so many great nicknames: John the Beast Mugabe, Thomas the Hitman Hearns. But I'm trying. Uh, there was an. Oh, what's another one? That, uh, I, I, the Flushing Flash. I really like that one. Flushing that's a, that's Flash a, is Kevin a good one. Kevin Kelly, uh, Mark Two Sharp Johnson, really good one. I got a list right here. For Only one rhyme, though. Only yeah, one. You know what? I, I'll Bazooka, tell you what. Quarte. Let, let's go for the scoring. Um, gold. There's the Golden Boy too. But but uh, Chris. Paulie won that round 10-9. He got me with the rhyme. Hispanic causing panic. I mean, it, it is a great, they're both great nicknames, but someone has to win the round. Hispanic causing panic. Whether I didn't or not know, I didn't know we were so doing unique. corniest it's nicknames. It's so unique. I didn't, you know, I, didn't do, I didn't know we were doing corniest nicknames. I thought we were doing best. Most, you know, <laughs> then it was very indicative to the guy. All right. All right. And I want to like pick Chris one of those. chip on the shoulder. I like it. All right. Listen, let's get, we got an even fight after two. Paulie, you're starting round three. And this is a more likely. Is it more likely that Shakur Stevenson is going to stay retired, or is it more likely 
that Keith Thurman beats Tim Zhu when they fight on March 30th. Paulie, you are starting round three. Ring the bell to start the round. I mean, I, I think it's more likely that Thurman wins the fight against Tim Zhu, but I, I don't predict that to happen. Uh, I would be very, very hard-pressed to think Shakur Stevenson stays retired. I think this is a, a contract ploy uh, that his contract's coming to an end and also a bit of frustration. And, you know, uh, naturally, he's just mad. And, of course, you, everybody can use social media to their advantage today. And there's always retirement and non-retirements constantly in boxing. So uh, in, in a sport where nobody ever stays retired, certainly the guy who's in his prime right now is definitely not going to stay retired. So so um, I, I think there's a better chance of Keith Thurman getting an upset over Tim Zhu. Let's say, you know, I, which I don't think much of a chance, but let's say maybe a cut. Maybe uh, you know an injury uh, to you know Tim Zhu twists his ankle like uh, like Matt Harbaugh did against Chris Eubank Jr. or or or, or uh, pulls it pulls it well, actually pulls out his shoulder and then you know Keith wins the fight something like that could happen in in Thurman versus Zhu that's more I think that's more likely that that Zhu uh, that 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 Thurman wins an unlikely victory rather than Shakur Stevenson stays retired I, I really Great. can't see Shakur Stevenson retiring. Great. There's no chance that Shakur Stevenson staying retired. And and it has nothing to do with you know him as a person, whatever. He listen, we we, we cover this on one of our past shows. Make sure you subscribe, check out our YouTube channel. We talked about this at length. Um, you know, he's a young guy, he's at the top of the sport, there's tons of money at, at, at his fingertips. He's a frustrated fighter, and, and that's that's why he's saying he's retired. And now, in terms of the the uh Keith Thurman and Tim Suva, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, Keith Thurman definitely could pull out a victory here. Um, that's way more foreseeable than than seeing um then Shakur Stevenson not fight again, but also you got to think Shakur like staying retired. Come on, he's twenty something. He's twenty six years old. He's got twenty more years to, to make a comeback, and we've seen we've seen people fight way past that. Um, but in terms of Keith Thurman, man, listen, the guy can still punch. His nickname was one time for a reason. He's very explosive early on. He comes out. You never know. Anything can happen. He can catch Zoo. Zoo hasn't been hit by you know. It doesn't gets hit with a shot. He doesn't see. He gets wobbled. He gets hurt. Um, you know, it, it, it would definitely be less likely, but it's possible. Break. Yeah, and again, uh, the Shakur Stevenson is a guy who strikes me as he loves boxing. This is more frustration than anything else. He loves boxing. And when you love boxing that much and you love to compete that much, it's hard to eventually keep you out for a long time, especially when you start watching TV and you start seeing lesser fighters than you having success. You, your, your, your juices get going and, and you want to fight again. I mean, there's guys who are in denial that they used to be great and don't want to retire even though their greatness is behind them and they want to keep fighting. So imagine a guy who's still in his prime. He would regret if he stays retired. He's not going to retire. Thurman, on the other hand, needs a great. break. Shakur is using this as a negotiating ploy. His contract with Top Rank is coming to a close very, very soon. There's a ton of money available. him. There's a bunch of fights lined up right around him. He's going to be able to unify these belts within the next year, most likely. There's zero chance that he is going to stay retired. And listen, fights are fights. Anything can happen. Guys are punching each other. We've seen upsets. George, you are the upset king. You love bringing up upsets. Yes, Thurman beating Zoo would be an upset, but it's way more likely than Shakur Stevenson never fighting again, never lacing a pair of gloves, never doing what he's been doing his whole life. All right, there's our bell. Um, I, I agree with, with both your points, and that's also an easy round to score. That's a 10-10 round. That's an even Man, round. I had the better points. I thought we were, you I stole thought we were my not points. doing I, I, said, I thought we I, were you not You stole my doing. points, so you try to steal oh, my points. I didn't steal your points. I gave the reason I said this why Shakur contract point. My first minute, in my first I minute, I said why he's, he's feigning retirement. In my first minute, I said this is a contract point. You didn't go with at all. You didn't I got to tell you. I went in depth on why Thurman would win. Could be an, a, 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 come on, please. I went in depth on why Thurman would win because I said that Tim Zhu injury. Well, Tim Thur uh, Keith Thurman's oh, hurt. Yeah, Tim you're, you're, you're like, really? How about, how about Thurman's a good fighter and fucking just wins? I can't happen. Can I tell you guys something? Can I speak just for a second? This might be the greatest job I've ever had in my life. I really love the chaos 
and they're arguing. You're supposed the, to control this chaos. Forth. What are we doing keep, over here? Keep You're calling swapping. these draws, and I mean bro, these. Uh, I but see listen. that that was so that was that was my complaint to the commission. Less draws. I mean, let's make a definitive. This is why we have 10 nines. Oh, it's been definitive. You stole my point in like 30 seconds. I said he's got a contract free agent in the first minute, and then you tried to swoop in and take my point in the last 30 seconds, trying to make argument with your point. That was my point. I fleshed out the skeleton that you didn't didn't even follow through with. All right. Well, listen. You try to close it. Man, steal my idea. Make make him think it was yours on the on the final. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it work for you with George. Obviously, George likes it when you do it. He doesn't like when I do it. But listen, what we have here is an even fight going into the last round. So for everyone's complaining, the fight is on the table for someone to take in this fourth round. And Chris, you're starting the fourth round. We do fantasy fights all the time. Now we got one with our guy, our friend, our family, Tim Bradley versus Amir Khan. Remember, Tim Bradley said even now he'd want to fight Amir Khan, even though Tim hasn't run in about seven years. So he's talked about this fight. We're talking in their primes, let's say 147. Tim Bradley versus Amir Khan, round four. Who wins that fight? You started off, Chris. Ring the bell. I would argue that Tim Bradley's uh, prime may have actually been at 140, but if this fight's at 147, actually, I think Amir Khan, uh, Amir Khan had a really good run at 47, too. Um, as someone who fought Amir Khan and fought a lot of the same fighters that, Amir, that uh, Tim Bradley also fought, I definitively can give you this answer. I don't care what the other guy even said. I'm telling you right now, Tim Bradley wins that fight. He's far too physical on the inside. He's too crafty. Uh, the overhand right that Tim sets up beautifully, which using that junior winner fight is a fantastic punch that is hard to see. Amir Khan wasn't always the best with radar. I landed big overhand rights on him. Um, Tim wasn't a big puncher. Neither was I. I was able to wobble Amir Khan. And even though I don't see Tim being able to stop him or really or, or being able to, to hurt Amir as, that badly, I still think he would land enough of those right hands. And he'd be able to rough Amir up enough on the inside. I Again, I've been on the inside with Amir. I threw him all over the ring. I was way too physical for him. Tim was a physically strong guy, especially at 47. I got Tim Bradley winning that fight. Just being too physical, too smart, too tricky, and hiding that overhand right way too well. Great. All right, I can see both results here, uh, but I'm going to take the opposite result because my cohort decided to take Tim. So I'm going to tell you why I'm going to go with Amir in this way because it could go both ways. First and foremost, Amir always did very, very, very good with boxers, short boxers. Myself, Zab Judah, uh, to, uh, 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 Devin Alexander. Because what does he do? He's hard to time on the outside. He boxes the hell out of you with really, really fast hands that makes him hard, hard, hard to time. He just shoots those shoot super lightning combinations. And then he leans on you when you get close. Remember, Tim is short, easy to lean on. It would depend on the referee a lot. And he leans on you a lot, and he doesn't let you work on the inside. He ends up leaning all over you. Chris Algieri was able to land big shots, but Chris Algieri's tall like Amir Khan. He's also physically imposing like Amir Khan. So he can, a lot of those advantages Amir has over the shorter boxers, he, he did not have over Chris. Now, Tim might pressure Amir, but again, all, what Amir would do is lean on top of him. He leans on top of you, holds leans on top of you, and you got to get back on the outside. The referee breaks you, and on the break, you're back at the mercy of that speed. He changes range very well. The overhand is not easy to land when he's changing range, especially when you're shorter. When you're taller, you can reach. Break. Amir's not as tall as everybody thinks. Amir was actually two inches shorter than me. Amir's like a good 5'8", five, 5'8 eight, five, eight and a half. Um, so he, he seems tall. He fights long. He's got long arms. He wasn't that tall. And Tim was very good at fighting taller fighters. He was very good at, at, at closing the distance and, and disguising his length and his reach. And that overhand right, which I've seen him land on so many different guys, I was able to land. I saw that on tape. Think about Canelo Alvarez knocking out Amir Khan. Canelo Alvarez is, is was actually 
of probably a little bit shorter than, than Great. Amir was Great. as well. Overhand right all day long. Uh, no, nah, Canelo's a big guy himself, you know, and 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 Marcos Maidano in the right hand, also a tall guy himself. Amir, okay, Amir, I'll give you maybe Amir is not as tall as as, as he's advertised. He he's still is taller than the average size boxer, and also his arms will go down to his to his to his feet. His, his arms are scraping the ground. You know what I mean? So he's he's got this long ass reach, and then he, when he wraps around you when he's on top of you, he holds you and he causes a break. When you get a break, it's most frustrating because then you've got to try to chase him all over again, and he's back with those quick legs. Remember, in his prime, there's our bell. There's our bell there's our bell all right compelling arguments um probably sounds like you you would have picked tim bradley if, if you had gone first that, i mean i can make an argument for both i really don't know i really don't know that's what I, i'm I, thinking i can make an argument for both because against the way tim is physically built it's advantageous to amir but i think tim is an overall better fighter but again it also depends on the referee because if you get a referee that just lets amir do all the holding it's wild like like against lamont for example like the referee didn't take amir shit and he took away two points but then I, I, he, judge he, i hope this is not swaying your decision at all he's, he's not at all it's already written ahead. down don't worry all right go ahead go ahead go ahead it's not swaying. I, just think, I think tim was just too physical on the inside i think uh because that was sure. i was thinking amir sure, amir on the inside is just pushing you down yeah, he, I mean, as, as strong as Amir was on the inside, he didn't have a good judge of his own balance. That's why I was able to move him around so much, and why he was. He was but again, he's very, he was very strong in his upper body. I hope, I hope this is not influencing you because he's not at all. Not at all. It's already written down. Five, ten guys. Guy. Tim, Tim was a very five, five. Tim, speaking Tim's of a judging, let's get to guy. the official. Let's get to the official scorecards, okay? As I'm tabulating them right here. Oh, the the the, the tabulation. It's a one point victory. And we've got a new champion, Chris I, Algieri. Uh, after you gave him the Mungia round because he gets because he gets stopped by Merle. Uh, fans, I'm, I'm putting in my protest. Fans, in the comment section, you better come get my back. Fans, I know you know better than this, especially with that first round. That no, first listen, round, listen. He, he listen, this is, this is what happened. This is what happened here. This is what happened here. I outplayed you. I outplayed you. I knew you were going to pick Tim. If I look at that, look at the new sessions. I knew you were going to have to come with Amir Khan. And I led with the I fought Amir Khan. I fought a lot of the same guys. I basically sealed it immediately. You were tall. It was a different fight with you and Amir. You're tall. You're tall now. No, you're in the bag, ref. You're in the bag. Well, oh, find out you bet on him at betting.ag. You're in the bag. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a new sparring session champion, and it's Chris Algieri ending a three fight losing streak. Check George's bets on betting.ag.com. Betting.ag. Yeah, betting.ag. Check George's bets on betting.ag. Make sure you like and subscribe. Remember, the 100,000 subscribers are going to get a prize. Just like Chris got a prize today. He's the new sparring session champion. So Fuck. make sure you down, make sure you subscribe. Fuck less for Pro success. City, look at that. He's got the, he's got the socks and everything. <laughs> I can't, All right, Polly. You're going to come back strong. I know you are. Chris is the new champion. Make sure you subscribe to Pro Box on hey, YouTube. We got an empty Manhattan special here with all caffeined up for nothing. Pro Box TV See? Admitted is your user. boxing channel. Subscribe.